what a privilege it is to be here. Thanks, Hannah. That was, a, that was really nice. I didn't even tell her to say that, so thank you. Well, I, we, love, we love your pastors. We've prayed a lot for your church and love this church, so thank you for allowing me to be here today. Uh, I'm going to share a message today entitled, Make a Difference. I believe that everyone wants to make a difference, but many people just don't know how to have an impact. They don't know what that looks like, and you think, oh, you look at other people and say, they're making a difference, but how can I do that? Many people feel also that they don't have much to offer. I want to tell you today that you can make a difference and you have a lot to offer. At Crossroads Pregnancy Center, we are making a real difference, and we are thankful because we have been serving our community for over 25 years. Some of you are like, you're hearing about this for the first time, right? And so 25 years of serving our community and the, the free services that we provide only come from our donors. We do not get government funding at all. And so we provide uh, support through peer counseling with practical, emotional, and spiritual help. So when I pastored in the Okanagan, a man used to come to our church uh, once a year, and he would come with his pro-life t-shirt. In fact, there was pro-life, uh, really strong pro-life language on the front and on the back, and he would come into our service, and he would sit on the front row. He wasn't there to worship. He wasn't there to, um, to engage in any way. He was coming to silently protest in the church. So we would sit there, uh, so we would go on with our service, just like you have this morning, and he wouldn't stand up and sing. He would sit there. He looked like he was in a lot of anguish. It looked like it was difficult for him to do. And we would go through the whole service. And then uh, at the end of the service, I, I approached this gentleman and introduced myself and got to know him. And I said, and I asked him, so like, what are you trying to do here? And he was talking about how he was trying to make an impact. So I said to him, well, you're extremely passionate about these things. Would you like to help people? Would you like to sit down with someone who's uh, experienced an unplanned pregnancy and hear their story and pray with them and offer hope? Uh, we have a clinic here in our city. Would you like to come and help out and help with real needs? And he said, no, I'm called to the church. I'm called to bring up the atrocities of what's going on in our society in regards to abortion. And, and his goal was to get us to go to picket lines and, and protests and all those things. And he said he was kind of like a, a prophet to the church. You know, he really wanted to have an impact, but he wasn't having an impact at all. He, he was doing it the wrong way. He was, in fact, he was, uh, he was being a huge distraction to our service, and he was also making those who had some of those tough decisions of life just feel worse about themselves. I want to invite you to do differently than this gentleman to make a real difference. There's a lot of ways to have an impact by helping out with the ministry here at uh, Oceanside, uh, right? Um, there's uh, opportunities to help with the homeless, to be a part of Erdo, which, by the way, I strongly encourage. Uh, we have kids that we sponsor as well through Erdo. Uh, and there's also opportunity at Crossroads Pregnancy Center. 
So today I'm going to share with you a story of Jesus from the Gospel of Luke. I love uh, the Gospels, the first four books of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John tell the story of uh, the stories of Jesus, his teaching, his actions, his life, his love. So I'm going to be in uh, Luke chapter 9. This might be a very uh, weird, like, how are we going to be in this story and talk about Crossroads? Trust me, I'm a trained professional. I can do this. Not Luke chapter 9, verse 10. It says, when the apostles returned... They told Jesus everything they had done. They had been sent out uh, to Jesus to minister. And then it says that he slept, uh, he slipped uh, uh, quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. And the, but the crowds found out where he was going, and they followed him. Uh, any moms in the room know that you can't go anywhere? They always say, where's mom? Okay, so this is what Jesus happened here. They followed him. And they, he welcomed them, and he taught them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who were sick. Late in the afternoon, the twelve disciples came to him and said, Send the crowds, of way, uh, crowd, the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms so they can find food and lodging for the night, for there is nothing to eat here in this remote place. The disciples appreciated Jesus's ministry, but they understood the logistics, didn't they? Listen, we need leaders who understand the logistics, okay? So it was getting late, people were not needing to go eat, and they need to find somewhere to sleep, and so they're like, Jesus, we need, we're in this remote place, you need to send them away. And so they brought up these concerns, but Jesus had something different in mind. It says in verse 13, but Jesus said, you feed them. But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? For there are about 5,000 men there. See, Jesus said, you feed them. He didn't say, I'm going to feed them. He said, you feed them. He didn't say, go send them away. He said, you feed them. Jesus says this, and the disciples say, but our resources are limited. Anyone can identify with that right now? Things are a little expensive these days. I don't know if you've noticed. How can we do this? It's just too big. All we have is this lad's lunch. That's all we've got. And it's impossible to accomplish with such small resources. How are you expecting us to feed the crowd, Jesus? You know what I've realized in life is that God often gives us a vision and a mission that's too big for us to accomplish. Because it, it allows us and makes us get on our knees and, and pray and say, Lord, I need your help. So I would say if you have a vision and mission that's uh, accomplishable by your uh, strategies, it might not be from God. All we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. And the, the crowd wasn't just 5,000. It was just the 5,000 men. There was women and children. We know that there could have been fifteen to 20,000 people there. They didn't have the resources to feed this large crowd. They didn't have the money. They didn't have the food. They didn't have the time to prepare. Anyone, are, you're the preparing people, you know what I mean? You got all the details, the lists that are going on, or even in your mind right now. They didn't have time. What they forgot was one important thing. Jesus was with them. 
So Jesus replied, let's go back to that scripture, tell them to sit down in groups of, fi- uh, of about 50 each. So all the people um, sat down. Jesus took the five loaves of, uh, and two fish and looked toward heaven and he blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving them the bread and the fish to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted. Anyone like to do that? Okay, I didn't get this big by looking at food, just saying. Okay, uh, afterward, all the disciples picked up the 12 baskets of left, picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. Come on, anyone else in the room love leftovers? My family says they do. I'm the only one that eats it. Okay, so what a powerful story of multiplication, isn't it? That we just rush over a lot of times in our Bible reading. What a miracle that took place. Not only did they have small resources, they fed the multitudes with them and then had 12 baskets full. Every disciple got a basket to say to each one of them, with me, we can do way more than you think. So Jesus, through one small lunch and and many acts of obedience, was able to reach everyone. So how can you make a difference? Because that's what we're talking about today. You might be feeling like the disciples, and you're saying, how are we going to make a difference in this culture? I don't know, Trevor, if you've noticed, this culture is really difficult these days. There's so many toxic things that are happening. How can we make a difference? We have to have the courage to grab the little that we have and willingly give it to Jesus. Thank you for sharing your story of giving the, well, all that you had, basically. What a, what a testimony. Gave it to Jesus, and he did miracles through you and through us when we do that. So what is Crossroads Pregnancy Center all about? Well, it's this amazing, I I get the privilege to be a part of this amazing impact that we're having in our community. See, our mission is very clear. We provide non-judgmental support and education to any individual in an unexpected pregnancy and to those experiencing post-abortion or pregnancy loss grief. We provide this through peer counseling with practical emotional and spiritual help that I've already mentioned. Did you know that nearly 50% of all pregnancies are unplanned? Okay, think about how many of your kids weren't planned right now, okay? We can tell you how many of ours weren't planned. And when you don't have good support, what do you do? And that's why we exist. As a, as a center, whether you are wondering if you're pregnant or you're wanting to receive a free pregnancy test, we know that it's often a very sensitive and stressful time. So we are here in our community to answer, your, answer people's questions with care and compassion. It is no secret that Crossroads Pregnancy Center of Nanaimo uh, loves life, Okay. So we believe that all people have intrinsic value, regardless of how old they are, what they believe, where they are born, or where they are currently living. We believe that people are amazing and that they deserve love and respect. We also are a faith-based Christian nonprofit society. So I'm the new director, the executive director, and I work with this incredibly devoted and hardworking team 
that is a part of an organization that equips Christians to rise above the pro-life and pro-choice divide. Did you know there's a divide going on in our community? We rise above that. We show grace. And we demonstrate God's heart for both the woman and the child. Can I say that again? For both the woman and the child. At Crossroads, we're making a big difference in Nanaimo and the surrounding area. Parkersville will be considered in the surrounding area. And uh, last year, we gave away 5,353 closet items. I mean, anything from baby wipes to car seats, okay? We gave away 5,353 items. Last year, we had 663 appointments. Now, some of you are already doing the math, and you're saying, okay, that's two a day. No, we're open to clients Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. We have a lot of people that come through our doors. We gave away 517 sleeves of diapers. Listen, that's a lot. And 470 bags, bags of baby clothing. What do we do? What do we offer at Crossroads? So we offer a number of great free resources and free services. I'll share with you a couple of them. Let's talk about pregnancy loss. My wife and I had two miscarriages. Thank you for sharing about your journey as well. And those days were hard. We wish we had known. In fact, we were living in Ladysmith. We didn't even know there was a Crossroads Pregnancy Center. If we had known they had done pregnancy loss, I'm telling you, my wife and I would have been in there and talking with them. We wish we had known about the ministry of Crossroads to those who have suffered loss and talk about grief. Did you know that the percentages of miscarriages have gone up to now 15 to 25%? of pregnancies and in miscarriage. Who do you talk to about this kind of grief? Often well-meaning people uh, say uh, unhelpful and at times hurtful things when they're trying to comfort someone. You know, you're trying to do the nice thing. You feel like you got to say something and you say something and it just does not work out. Like comments like, well, at least you're still young or at least you already have kids doesn't really help, does it? We should just be saying things like, I'm so sorry for your loss. I want you to know I'm praying for you. And if you ever want to talk, I'm always there for you. If there's anything I can do for you, I would love to be there for you. I'm here for you. In fact, would you like to go for coffee next week or next month? See, at Crossroads, we have trained peer counselors to talk with those who are experiencing pregnancy loss. We also do pregnancy options At Crossroads, we recognize that in Canada, women have the right to make their own choice about the outcome of their pregnancy and their sexual health. We are here to help women and men of all ages and their families make informed choices about abortion, about adoption, and about parenting. Because we believe that's the loving thing to do, is let them know what actually happens and what actually is part of it. So let's talk about a couple of those things really quickly. Abortion, not, sorry, adoption support. Our client uh, advocates are here to help people explore adoption so that you can decide if that's the right choice for you or not. 
Planning an adoption for your child can be emotionally difficult, and there's also a grieving process that you have to walk through, and it's important to have support through that entire process and adoption journey. We are here to help people each step of the way, and we want people to know in their adoption journey they're not alone. Let's talk about post-abortion support. Did you know that 33% of women in Canada have had an abortion at some point in their life, and but hardly any of them talk about it? So we have time available to talk to women about this. We want to help ladies process the painful thoughts and emotions and identifying and grieve their loss and how to move forward in the grieving process. And I want you to know, if you've experienced an abortion, we're here for you. You're not alone. Help us. We would love to chat with you about it. Now let's talk about parental support and education. Caring for a new life is indeed a very big responsibility, Right? but it can also be one of life's most rewarding experiences. And for parents, we help those that have babies all the way up until two years old with clothes, formula, diapers, toys, etc. It's all free of charge. So how can you make a difference with us? Well, there's so many ways to make a difference at Crossroads Pregnancy Center. I want to share with you three ways that you can make a difference. And some of them you're like, I already know what you're going to say. No, this first word that I'm going to say is donations, and it's not what you think. We have these two large bins on the side of our center that uh, are open every single day, all day, for people to drop off donations. We need all kinds of donations to help our clients. In fact, our donations have been down this year. Our insurance allows us to give away a lot, most things, but we are now restricted for a few items that we cannot give away used. Here's a list of some of the things that we can give away new or used and the, the ones that we can only give away new now. So as you can see, that has changed our budget, right? So, for example, strollers. We used to be able to give away any kind of used stroller that was in good condition, of course. Now it has to be 15, 2015 or newer, or we can't do it. We can't give away car seats because they don't know if it's been an accident or not, so it has to be brand new, and these are costly items. Now, we are so blessed because sometimes groups hold baby showers for us, whether it's a church or a women's ministry or a women's biker group. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding you right now. Or a hair salon. We are thankful for those people who partner with us to collect physical and financial donations. So if you own a business, can I encourage you today, could you do a fundraiser for us? Could you do... Something through your business, that would be awesome. We'd love that. If you're, if you're part of a women's ministry, could you do a baby shower for us? We'd love that. The other one, so that's the first one's donations. The second one is what you thought I was going to say, finances, right? We have this awesome motto in our center that we try to live up to and we do live up to. It says, always free, always confidential. We need people to know that what's shared at our center is confidential, sensitive. It's, it's confidential. and ready. We only share stories if we get written okay from them to share their story. 
So guess what? We don't have lots of stories to share, but boy, we have a lot of stories that we'd like to share. And then it's always free because of our incredible donors. So clients set up appointments free of charge. And then we're like every church in the way, there's three ways to give, website, e-transfer. That's my favorite way, actually. I just love doing the app on phones, like sending stuff. But, and we do by mail as well. So I want to ask you today, would you consider making a difference in the client's lives by considering giving financially? So our next fundraiser, I haven't told anyone of this. We're not, we're not announcing this until August. So you get to hear, we're doing a dessert auction. Look at that. I'm telling you, there's going to be desserts that look like that. My daughter's making one, and it's going to look similar to that. Like, she's that good. September, uh, Saturday, September 30th, First Baptist Church in Nanaimo, 7 p.m. I want to invite you to come. You're the first people to know about it. So, now the last way you can make a difference is by doing the V word, volunteer. We are so thankful for our paid staff that we have, and and but as our center appreciates our um, staff, we have incredible volunteers of caring and compassionate people. Our ladies sort the donations and organize them, stack them into bins. So if you'd like to make a real difference in the lives of people who are experiencing real need in our community, would you consider today being a volunteer? who meets with clients, who hears their stories, offers hope, offers prayer, gives out practical things. Anyone like Christmas? We love to give stuff away every single day. We do Christmas every day. So we're looking for some volunteers. At Crossroads Pregnancy Center, we, as you can see, have a large vision, right? We want to help those that are experiencing unplanned pregnancy. So as I conclude, I want to ask a question. What if the lad didn't give up his lunch. Boy, that's an awkward thought, eh? Hey, Jesus, this is my five loaves and your two fish. You go get it somewhere else, right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You know what we've realized in that story is that we all can be difference makers, but the, new, the, the need is too big for us. We can't do it on our own. We, need, we can't have just a handful of people doing this. We have to have a team, a community of people to reach this huge need. So it's, whether it's at Crossroads Pregnancy Center or here at your church or at a local food bank or Erdo or helping the homeless, I want to encourage you, make a difference in your life, in the lives of others. I'm so thankful for the church, (laughs) for people who get it, for people who understand. We love because he first loved us. Amen? So, Heavenly Father, just thank you for this church, for these people, for how you've blessed them. pray that we would all continue to be a blessing, and there's many needs in our community. We understand. Sometimes it's so overwhelming. You're like, how can we even meet those needs. Lord, help us to meet one need at a time. Using our different gifts, passions, Lord, may we honor you with everything we say and do. And Lord, would you just like when we gave, that lad gave his lunch, five loaves, two fish, you can multiply it. Lord, multiply all the, all the giving, multiply all the volunteers. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.